It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Breaking news, WABC. And the man with that breaking news is none other than John Solomon of JustTheNews.com. That's JustTheNews.com. You are one of the greatest investigative reporters there are out there. John Solomon, tell us what is the latest regarding these classified documents found in uh, Biden's office. Uh, This is incredible news. It is, and it was kept from us for three months. The Justice Department knew on or about November 2nd that these documents had been recovered. Uh, The uh, government knew on that day. The Justice Department knew within a short while afterwards, which means that when Attorney General Garland came out November 18th after the election and said, I'm appointing a special prosecutor for Donald Trump to look at his problem with classified records, he already knew that Joe Biden had a similar problem. That was kept from us until yesterday. Now that issue has boomerang around on the president. What do we know? We know there's about 10 documents that had classified markings on them, some of them at the top secret level, either by the marking or by the nature of the content in the classified document. Uh, That usually means it involves sources and methods and sensitive communications about countries. Uh, And that at least one of those documents involves the issue of Ukraine. That's important because Ukraine is where his son, Hunter Biden, made a lot of his money during the years when the president was vice president. So uh, that is the very latest. We know us, uh, the U.S. attorney in Illinois, a Trump holdover, has been asked to look at this. An investigation has actually been very quietly underway for several weeks now. And uh, Republicans in the Hill are ramping up to find out what we don't know and should know before this is all done. John, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. Another issue that broke yesterday, and I'd like to hear your comments on it, the linkage between the the Biden family and uh, Mexico. Do you know anything about that? Uh, well, we know that at various times that the laptop that uh, Joe Biden, excuse me, Hunter Biden was trying to do business deals uh, with Mexico. I think there, uh, there are several emails that I read and wrote about a couple of years ago at Justin News and even at the Hill when I worked back at the Hill. Uh, Mexico was one of those places where uh, Hunter Biden had his finger in the foreign policy slash foreign business making uh, entity. He saw what his father's administration was doing at the time. And wherever his father was having business, you see Hunter Biden trailing right behind them. It was really a targeted effort to target the countries that his father had some dealings with. So Mexico, Ukraine, Russia, um, uh, and Kazakhstan are the country and Romania, are the countries that I most often saw in the documents that I reported on over the last four years. Regarding these classified documents, talk about hypocrisy by the Biden administration, specifically President Biden. Donald Trump, he must be reeling about this. You spoke to the <laughs> president, President Trump. What is his reaction to all of this? Yeah, well, listen, now the first thing he said is they should never have been looking at me. Listen, this is uh, everybody knows the president has the right to take his documents and uh, declassify their documents. I shouldn't be under investigation. And now after all that Joe Biden has said about me, this is boomeranged on him. He may have a bigger problem because he's vice president, doesn't have the same sweeping authorities that I had when I was president. At the time, these documents were possessed by Joe Biden. He wasn't the president. He was the vice president. So there's an interesting question about whether the vice president has a little bit more obligation under the Presidential Records Act and the Federal Records Act to make sure these documents got returned. Uh, the president also had a lot to say. I think it was a very interesting and former President Trump wanted to talk about the FBI and all the censorship that came out. Uh, very proud that he created his own censorship-free platform called Truth. But he said, listen, I love the FBI. There are so many good people in the FBI. They do great stuff every day, but they don't belong in the business of censoring Americans. And seeing how extensive it was, seeing how 
uh, pervasive it was and seeing how much it infringed on civil liberty. He was deeply disturbed by that really profound uh, conversation about the FBI and its role in censorship, which we're all beginning to see for the first time, thanks to the Twitter files and this remarkable lawsuit brought by the Missouri and uh, Louisiana attorneys general. What's interesting there is now that the Republicans control the House, they're looking about appointing the so-called Church Commission, which is known yes. named after Senator Frank Church, which deals with the misuse and abuse of governmental authority in violation of citizens' constitutional rights. What do you know about that, John? Well, uh, it's an idea that we've been talking about on my show. It's going back to September, and uh, it is a real thing now. A, a select subcommittee of the House Judiciary Committee is actually enshrined in the rules package that was um, passed last night by the House Republicans uh, uh, by a majority vote. Uh, it will have sweeping powers, and its goal is to look at the – this is the actual terminology in the rules package – the weaponization of federal government. Any place that the federal government was weaponized to either – uh, engage in politics, engage in censorship, engage in the um, infringement of civil liberties. And so it can go into the area of censorship. It could go into uh, the area of whether January 6th defendants have been properly or equally treated with the same vigor as other defendants in similar circumstances. And it can go anywhere in between uh, a lot of belief um, that we're going to learn a lot about the way Donald Trump was treated by the FBI versus Hunter Biden. And that contrast which is at the heart of most of the whistleblower complaints or 20 whistleblowers that have come forward in the last year to Congress. A lot of them all focus on that, that there was a different standard applied to President Trump than Hunter Biden. And that shouldn't be the case in a, in a, a judicial system that's supposed to be blind. And related to the issue of abuse by governmental agents against uh, American citizens is the fact that uh, the Republican led House is now uh, so-called repealed funding the 87,000. IRS agents that was pushed through in the uh, so-called uh, Inflation Reduction Act. What do you know about that? Yeah, uh, listen, that is a, a really significant area of inquiry. And I think as we grow outward in the next couple of months, you're going to see three select committees in their entirety really be the leading edge of the Republican investigative effort. The um, Church Committee, as we call it, as a code name for the 1970s uh, model that it's modeling itself after. That's the House Judiciary Committee. Then there's James Comer, has one on the origins of COVID and the pandemic response. That's going to look at everything from where did the virus come from to how come our government didn't ask more questions about the people that stole. Right now, there's an estimate by the inspectors general, $400 billion of tax dollars were stolen from COVID relief. <laughs> Uh, funds. That is the single largest fraud in American history uh, ever. And so a remarkable thing there. And then the third one is going to be China and China's role in the military buildup, its effort to supplant us as an economic superpower. Uh, and what we need to do to China-proof our economy, bring uh, supply chains back. Those three select committees are going to, I think, be the leading edge of what we hear most of the narrative coming out of the investigative machine of the House this year. And John Solomon, speaking of China, I have to get back to that. The documents, they were found in a University of Pennsylvania Biden Center think tank in Washington, D.C. And right. according to the justthenews.com, the University of Pennsylvania, which the center operates, reportedly received $54.6 million in donations from 2014 through 2019 from China, including $23.1 yeah. in anonymous gifts starting in 2016. Those public records are showing 
So Trump then, of course, he put out on his Truth Social, while the Biden think tank is funded by China, you have to wonder, like, what, what, how compromised is President Biden at this point? Well, that is the question that Senators Johnson and Grassley first raised in 2020. At that time, the FBI and the media panned them. Now people aren't panning them so much because it's becoming more and more clear that the Biden family had multiple tentacle relationships with the Communist Party in China. This includes Hunter Biden's famous trip aboard Air Force Two in 2013, where he sets up an investment fund that he then goes into business with people directly tied to the Chinese Communist government. It involves Hunter Biden's effort to sell an American automaker company that made very sensitive windshields for our fighter jets, so classified military technology. He got that company, Henninges, in Michigan, sold to the Chinese government, made a big profit on that. Then, of course, as Joe Biden is leaving office, we know that uh, he got um, he was called the big guy and that the people around Hunter Biden were thinking that they were going to give Joe Biden 10 percent of this new company that was doing business with China. That company got a five million dollar forgivable loan. Hunter Biden could walk away from the five million dollars. Uh, who gets an interest free forgivable loan for China? That's very rare. That happened. And now, of course, we see that this university that endows this center that Joe Biden is, it, too, is a large recipient of Chinese money. Everywhere you go in the Biden family from 2010 to 2021, there is the aura of China and Chinese money. That's why so many people like Ron Johnson, Chuck Grassley, now James Comer, the new House Oversight Committee chairman. That's why they're asking these questions. Is our president compromised? Yeah, what's interesting about this, Sean, is you don't hear a peep from any of the leading Democrats or not not even the not so leading Democrats on this Biden issue. And the green radical agenda, we know that 90% of the electric car batteries, the solar panels, That's where right. do they come from? The minerals, all of that is being done in China. So is this really about concern over the environment that we still don't really have much statistical data that any of, I mean, seriously, about this whole climate crisis? Or is this another way that the Biden family is enriching their pockets? I mean, you just have to ask the questions because it doesn't look good. Well, the judge asked a really good question about the, the concern of whether they're over a barrel. Let me just give you one example. It's a prima facie example, but it comes up all the time when I talk to people in the FBI. Uh, one of the areas that the FBI has told Congress repeatedly that China is using to further its economic and diplomatic and security espionage is the targeting of universities. The FBI under Donald Trump created a specific China program to combat these Chinese academics and vetting themselves and then arranging spies on American soil to steal our corporate secrets, our trade secrets, and sometimes our national security secrets. Joe Biden gets in. Now we know everything that his family benefited from China. His Justice Department inexplicably shuts down that program, one of the most effective um, programs that the FBI had in countering Chinese espionage. They shut it down last year. A month, just a month after the FBI director, Christopher Wray, gave a speech at the Reagan Center saying this is an important leading edge. We have to be aware of how bad China's espionage is to the American interest. And Joe Biden sets it down. And people sit back now and say, wait a second, the FBI says doesn't do it. Joe Biden does it anyways. Joe Biden's family got a lot of China money. Could those two be things connected? Those are the sort of appearance issues now that every day are concerning Americans. And you're going to hear them because Congress is going to dig into all of those in the next year. Wow. Well, thank you so much, John Solomon of JustTheNews.com. That's JustTheNews.com. And keep us posted if you have any more breaking news, okay? Thank you, John. We sure will. Thanks, guys. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.